The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, and Nate Newton. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's a lovely, lovely Tuesday. You're looking at a live view of... And Chris did not put it up. There it is. There it is. The Tostitos Fiesta Championship Plaza right there in front of the Ford Center. Uh, Looking, it's empty today. It's a couple people out there, but normally it's a lot of people out there. The weather's right. It's nice. 89 degrees to high. 70, 87 degrees right now. This is my weather right here. I like... Anything between 78 and 87, mm-hmm. like that's the sweet spot for the weather right there. Um, I am joined by three-time Super Bowl champion Nate Newton, <laughs> Emmy Award winning Kurt Daniels. Hello. I am the below average Jesse Holly. Together we <laughs> are hanging with the boys. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah, man. I know. We're the sports equivalent of Braille. People feel us when we speak. Nice. All right, so here's what we're going to do today, fellas. Today is the bow wrapping, okay? We're putting a bow on this thing from the weekend. We're going to get out our last little bit of oohs and ahs about it. People have time now to come down off the, off the ledge. We watched a little bit of film. People have talked. People have listened. So this is the, this is the day that we end this. This is the day that we have our last little bit of, of, of stuff because tomorrow we move on and we get ready for Cincinnati. Yeah. But we'll start at the top with owner – President, general manager, head marketing salesman, billionaire, Shark Tank, everything. <laughs> Our boss spoke this morning on the flagship flagship station. Excuse me, and of course the conversation started with Dak Prescott. And the thing that was said by Jerry Jones, without even being asked, was that Dak Prescott is not going on the IR. Yeah. Meaning he won't miss four games by rule. Not saying that he won't miss four games by injury, but if you go in the IR, you have to miss four games before you're able to come back and play. Now, this was a question that wasn't asked to Jerry Jones, but the answer was given by Jerry Jones. Right. And I said to you guys coming into this thing, he is never not selling. <laughs> he is never not closing the deal. He's got all that money. He's never not... If, if if there was a bottle of hope, like this Deja Vu Blue, as refreshing as that is, Kurt, yep. nobody bottles hope and serves it to the fan base like Jerry Jones. And to me, him coming out saying that, hey, Dak Prescott is a resilient guy, you know, he heals fast. He's diligent. We love our training. We love what they do. We're not putting him on IR, meaning that he can come back at any point in time within the next couple of weeks. That just tells me that Jerry's trying to sell hope to the fans. But because he said it, we have to talk about it. Sure. Nate, do you think that is a realistic timetable that Dak would be able to come back in that four-week span and be a productive – because this coming back does us no good. 
but coming back and being a productive quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. No. 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 You know, you can move on from me from that because <laughs> if you pay this kid the amount of money you've paid, and uh, the flagship station also said something, those guys this morning show or this afternoon show said something that's right. What was Dak in this team before? What, did they win the game? Did no. it look like they was close to winning the game? No. So you still lack rhythm with your wide receivers. You're coming off an injured thumb. I would give Dak every opportunity to be 110% and let these receivers grow with Cooper and find some type of identity. The answer is no, Jesse. Kurt? Yeah, I agree. I'd be hesitant to rush him back when he's not ready. Um, they did that with Romo a few years back, didn't they, with his collarbone? They kind of rushed him back, and then he got smoked by yes with Carolina. Yes. And broke it again. Um, yeah, I just I don't think you want to rush him. He's, he's your franchise quarterback. You've paid him to be the franchise quarterback. You're going to need him for sure, but if, he's not a, if he can't grip the ball like he can, if he can't throw it like he should – it may hurt the team more than it helps. Now, in other positions, we'll go, hey, a 75% Tyron Smith may be better than 100% yeah. Tyler Smith. Right. Or a, a, a 70% Micah Parsons might be better than a uh, 90% whoever. whoever. Yes. Right? So we, we play that devil's advocate role with every other position, and we know what we have with Cooper Rush. Like we 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 know what that is. That's not a secret. That's, that's not a not secret. necessarily, Jess. We know what we have with Cooper. No, Rush. no I, I think now we will find. I will put it better. Not to disagree with you. Now we will have a hundred percent knowing. <laughs> yeah, what, yes. we will yeah. really yeah. because what is he? What if he do have something? A management skills that we don't know about. I ain't saying taking no team and humping it on his back. Maybe he have great management skills. Play to the defense. He <laughs> yeah. can play to the defense. Yes. Maybe have great. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But you know, to finish my my thought on that, you know, a hundred percent Cooper Rush or Will Greer or whatever other quarterback you may right. bring in to back those guys up. Is Dak not at seventy five at eighty percent better than those guys at a hundred percent? Yeah, I don't know. Especially on his throwing hand. I mean, I, we did on this 91 doc, we asked Jimmy about why he didn't play Burline over Aikman. And he said at the time he'd rather have 100% healthy Burline, who may be only 80% of what Troy is, mm-hmm. but he'd rather have that fully healthy quarterback than a guy who's out there going to be out there struggling, limping around. And I, I mean, again, if it I, wasn't his throwing hand. Preach, <laughs> preach, Deacon, <laughs> preach, Deacon. <laughs> because I'm going to tell you something. You cannot – the things that a quarterback has to go through ain't like lining up with uh with, with, with Parsons. Go get it. Just sick the hound dog. Or, Woo, they hollering and screaming down. <laughs> down. This dude got a whole lot of stuff he got to read, and you don't need him to be thinking about, if I hit my thumb, if I hit – uh-uh. I'm with you there. I'm with, we can't play that game with that quarterback. That is like, a simple no, bro. You sound like you might disagree. No, I, I'm asking the question because yeah. to Nate, I'm going to bring all this together right. to Nate's point. If Nate says maybe Cooper Rush has this management skill that we don't know about and he finds a way to get this thing at a point in time where they're 3-3, three and three, 
Yeah. And they're going they're going in the uh, you know, three and four. Right. And now they gotta face the Bears and the Packers. You know, do you go ahead and say, hey, let's give Dak back the reins at 85%, even though he's not hundred percent, but we've managed this enough. Do we give do we go back out there and say we can salvage this thing a little bit? You know, or, or if they're if they're you know, if they win the next couple of games. Right. And now Dak is saying, "Hey, I feel I feel pretty good. I'm not 100. percent I can't I can't quite really grip it. But in time, as long as I don't hit it again, you know, I can I can no. I can manage this thing. No. Yeah. And you're no. talking too about like Jerry's saying he can be back within four games. That that fourth game is at the Rams. Yeah. I mean, do you want him coming back against that Rams defense? No. And the next week you're you're facing Philly at Philly. No. I mean, that's going to be. But again, then after that, who is then that? you're home against Detroit and Chicago? Maybe right. no, no. These are all games that you lose now. Right, they may pay a huge detriment to your season later. Right, you go and you lose to the Rams again. That's an NFC. That's an NFC opponent. Yes. NFC opponent. Then you turn around and you lose to who's after the Rams? You're at Philly. You lose. That's an NFC East. So that's not, that's a division. Yeah. And a, 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 a conference opponent. So what I'm saying is that there's an opportunity to kind of better yourself in those situations. Right. And even though Cooper Rush may have managed it, do you rush him? Do you kind of? Never. No. All right. Yeah. And no, I'm not, not. That's just my opinion. And I know you don't want to give one, but you need to. On no. This. I'm, and I'm gonna. And my answer is no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My answer is no. Yeah. Right. My my answer is no, because and here's why my answer is no. Because even at a hundred percent, and and I'm not I'm not kicking a man while he's down. Right. But let's be frank. The last two times that this Cowboys football team, with Dak Prescott at the helm, touched the football field, please excuse my French. They got their asses handed to them. <laughs> yeah, they did. The last two t- with a healthy Dak Prescott, the last two times that they touched the field. Dating back to January in the playoff game, dating back last week, last Sunday night, to against Tampa Bay. They literally have gotten their butts, especially offensively, handed to them. And he was 100%. Yeah. So I only ask these questions to hear your response, to see what your mind is going and what the people... There are some people who are thinking, hey, if he, if he can get back in five weeks, I want him back in five weeks. There's some saying, hey, we need him to get to that point. And I'm saying, at this point in time, even at 100%, he might not be enough to win some of those games. So if you have if you have the opportunity to rest Rams. him, go ahead and rest yeah, him. I understand what you're saying, the Rams. The Rams, the, 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 Philly, the Philly, you know. Is he good enough to take even us at over 100%, the top? Even at 100%, they wouldn't have been favored in those no, games. No, the, no. The, the thing, the disadvantage that we're at is we don't get a chance to grow as a unit. Whereas these other teams, Philadelphia didn't lose their quarterback. The Rams didn't lose their quarterback. So they get to grow. Everybody gets these three or four games because we know the new NFL, you hit your stride about the fourth or fifth game. You start really saying, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. we are this team. This is who we are because training camp is just a walkthrough. So now you're getting a chance to really see who you are. Dak is not going to get this opportunity. The receivers are not going to get this opportunity. The, really, the offensive line is not going to get to, to see how he works and see yeah. how everything fits. And that, that's just that's the sad. That's that's what's going to hurt. Because when he come back, 
it starts all over for him while everybody else rolling. So he has to come in and get a rhythm with his guys. So true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there's. Yeah, you're in this kind of preseason almost now. This right. last game, and you're gonna have to go. Are you gonna have to go through that again when yeah. he returns? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because they don't, they don't. And Jesse, you can tell him from Rome, but I mean, all him and Houston have is between him and Houston. Houston never got the live bullets into this past week, and you know they <laughs> threw in the ball what two, three times. You know, uh, and then we we didn't get to see Turpin run any routes. Everything he did was trick plays. Right. And, and so, as far as the offensive flow of throwing the ball, they threw the, uh, our number one guy 11 times. He's even learning. And, I, and I've said this several times because of what Mike Irvin told me. Nate, this is a, a process of learning how to be a number one receiver, learning how to run rights, routes correctly, learning how to make plays for you. This is a, a new thing for C.D. Lamb. And, and so, and this segment brought to you by Wingstop, where Flavor gets his wings. Go get those chicken sandwiches. And to that point, Nate, that's what and, – and, and Michael's my boy. Right, right. Michael's your boy. Right. That's what frustrates me about him. Instead of coming out and saying that this is a process and that there's a learning curve right. and that there has to be things that have to be figured out, when you come out and and and, and I – I can say this. I can say this because I'm, I'm. Michael's my friend. Right. Mike's my friend. Right. I don't like when he comes out and he's so boisterous, and that's who he is. Right. But you can't back. You can't backpedal now and then begin to talk about how it's a process when you anointed him coming out the gates, when you stood on top of the mountain and you told everybody <laughs> that he's the next. And I'm not saying that CD isn't the next. But we've been preaching here, especially in this show, yeah. when it comes to the wide receiver position, that it ain't just walk in there and you right, be you right. be a, a really good number yeah. one. Yeah. And and it's not a it's not a knock, Kurt, on anyone. Everyone, Kurt, you're a writer, right? You understand the English language <laughs> and pronunciations and, and sentence structure and format and all that kind of stuff. MLA and SL, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> What makes you really good at that? You're not quite as good at football, right? Oh, no, yeah. And that's okay because you're good <laughs> at writing. Your gift is writing. Right. I can barely spell, okay? <laughs> when I handed my papers in in college and I got those bad boys back, a lot of circles, a lot of red circles. <laughs> but I could hoop. At least you handed yours in. I could hoop and, and I could play football. And so my gift wasn't to be a writer. My yeah. gift was to play football. Right. Your right. gift is to be a writer, not to play football. And some people, your gift is to be the number two. <laughs> yeah. And some people, your gift is to be a special teams dude. Some people, your gift is to hold a clipboard for for seven years. <laughs> and that's just yeah. and it's not a bad thing. It's just that is who you are. Yeah. Right. And you have to be okay with that. And we have to stop just automatically anointing these people to have these positions, yeah. to have these titles, and then when it doesn't work out, it's, well, what, oh. do you, what do you think? Was it Stephen Jones said that CD's got to step up? Yeah, because you know what's Kind of called him out a little bit. You know what's happening now? Because Stephen Jones said that and somebody else said this. Now you have a bunch of guys doing this. Whose fault is it? It's like this. <laughs> no one's saying it's my fault because Stephen Jones, at the end of the day, you put this roster together. You decided to ship away Amari Cooper and make C.D. Lamb the number one wide receiver because you felt in your heart of hearts that there was something maybe Michael influenced, maybe Michael influenced you <laughs> to believe that he was ready to be the number one. 
and that he didn't have to have a bunch of guys around him to do it. So while you're saying he needs to step up, well, this is the situation you put him in. You put him in this situation to do those things that he do. Well, while CD needs to step up, we need to step away, take a break, but stay right here. <laughs> stay right that here. That's pretty good, Jesse. some radio in right there. Yeah, yeah. That, that was we got, pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Not bad, Jesse. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Jesse. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. I'm trying transition. to get to the break. Like yeah, I'm trying to transition out of there. You guys, you, you, got, you always kill the moment. You got to let that thing just ride out. But we'll be back, man. We'll talk more about Stephen Jones calling out the receivers. We have to talk about we have to talk about what this team is from the offensive coordinator position. And a former member of the DallasCowboys.com team, Brian Broadus, made a comment about maybe someone in a very high-ranking position may not know what's going on right under his nose. Stay with us, man. We'll be right back. Hang with the boys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. The Cowboys way, where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Attention Cowboys fans looking for the best shave of your life. There's a new official razor of the Dallas Cowboys, Shave Logic. Imagine not having to buy blades as often and getting more smooth shaves than your old razor, guaranteed or your money back. After more than 10 years of research and over 150 company patents, ShaveLogic is proud to offer Cowboys fans a special offer. For a limited time, visit ShaveLogic.com and get a free $10 gift card with your purchase. Go to ShaveLogic.com now for more smooth shaves guaranteed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. 
Welcome back. Welcome back. You are rocking with us, hanging with the boys, Kurt Daniels, Nate Newton, and Jesse Holly. And this segment, to, segment is brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain.com. Also remember, season tickets are still available. Head over to DallasCowboys.com backslash tickets or over to SeatGeek.com and get your single game tickets for this week against the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know if you're coming to see your team or if you want to see Joe Burrow and and Chase and Higgins. If you want to see what a real passing – never mind. See? See? Okay. Come to the game. I'm sorry. You, you, I mean, you went Come out to the perfect. game. Come to the game. Just you come to the game. Perfect. Come to the you game. Come back still throwing blows, Jerry man. said come to the game. Mm. He wants us to come to the game. He wants you to believe that this thing is still afloat and this season is still salvageable. So come it to is. the game. Yeah, I agree with that. It is. But go ahead on. So, yes, so, you had great points. So, so come, uh, come to the game. Um, I, love, I, I love this tweet, Chad. He's – at hanging with the boys, this is all Shannon's fault. Right. Oh, this is all Shannon's <laughs> fault. This oh, is. Yeah. This yeah. is. This is. Yeah. Yeah. He already going to Mexico. He, he already. already he, this, already man. he already going to Mexico. <laughs> he called. I heard some senoritas in the background. La 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 la. <laughs> but we're putting a bow on the nineteen to three loss this past Sunday against Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I wanted to read a quote, and this is going to go into what. I want to talk about when it comes to Kellen Moore and this offense as a whole and also Mike McCarthy. Does he or does he not actually know what's going on right under his nose? This is a quote that comes from linebacker Devin White. And he talks about the Cowboys' offensive plan coming into the game. And Devin White told the media, uh, members of Tampa Bay, he said, they, we use last year's game field to beat Dallas again this year. Last year, we learned they really weren't going to commit to the run game. The runs that they did, they were going to try to get them outside and not run into the interior. But most of the passing game was quick, a lot of curls, a lot of hitches, a lot of slants. We kind of knew going in what we were able to attack. Now, Devin White said that we just turned on the film from one year ago Sunday, and everything that we saw in that film came true in the game on Sunday. You've had players, Des Bryant, Cole Beasley, who've talked about this offense being a predictable, mundane, boring. I go back to the times when I was playing, and I've heard guys call out routes that were actually getting ready to run in the middle of the game. So with that being said, why isn't Kellen Moore more creative? Why isn't Kellen Moore more useful with the talent that he has? This is a this this league is a is a league of talent. But it seems like Kellen Moore has said, "Here is the box." And the entryway to the box is 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 triangle. And I'm going to keep trying to shove all of these squares into this triangle entranceway. Hmm. And it doesn't seem to work. And when you have a guy who says we can sit down and watch film and see something from last year show up the same way this year, that tells me that all the talk in the offseason about us being more creative and innovative and all that kind of stuff was really some hogwash and you just were selling us a a, a hill of beans. Hmm. When... I'll start with you, Kurt. Oh. When is the time up 
for Kellen Moore as being your offensive coordinator? Oh, well, it's not until after this. I mean, he's, he's going to be the guy calling plays this season, I would think. Although we've talked before when Garrett was in trouble, we're like, why didn't Garrett take over plays? And I, that question could probably be brought up now. Why isn't McCarthy <clears throat> calling his own plays when he's on the hot seat? But I don't know. I, a lot of people still find that Kellen Moore, based on last year, I mean, they had the highest scoring offense, highest yardage offense last year. So he's got guys in his favor. But then, you, like you said, you see this where there's maybe not so much creativity. I don't know for sure how – well, let me ask you guys. How do you change this? Because I would assume going into most games, teams sort know what are the strengths of the guys they're facing. And there's going to be some creativity, maybe some tweaks here and there. But for the most part, you know what you're going to get. How do you – I mean, it's just our guys are better than your guys. I mean, how do you be creative within what you are already doing, I guess is what I'm trying they, to say. The only thing that has happened is the only, and we're looking for the a fourth member of the show. It's this fly. Yeah. Y'all see us moving around. <laughs> yeah. We found yeah, a fourth member of the show. It's this fly that won't leave out the studio. I'm sorry, Nate. Go ahead. Go ahead. The only thing that is missing offensively, and I don't do the bri- the water on the bridge stuff too often, is Amari Cooper. Mm. When you had that route runner that could dictate coverage, now you can, things look a little bit different. You can't just jump on because Amari had the ability to adjust his routes. Now when the, when the coach calls something, he didn't have to think twice because everybody knew, knew who they were. Everybody's trying to figure out who they are, where they, where they fit, and you got young guys that are, are not first-round picks are second-round picks running these routes. So it, it, it's totally different. So what they saw last year, they're, they're not – they can't advance. I mean, and I understand, Jesse, to you as a wide receiver, these are basic things. But these guys can't do it because the offense that the Cowboys run require that you have dominant route runners, dominant guys at these positions. Who are the dominant guys? You take away Dalton Schultz, which they did. You take away uh, C.D. Lamb, which they did. Your next best player is sitting in the backfield, and that's Zeke. And they, we took him away ourselves. Hmm. And so uh, and uh, what you're saying is absolutely correct. But this is where my frustration comes into play. And, Kurt, if you can do this quickly, just pull up the league's leading receivers from, from this past weekend. And all the names that you're getting ready to hear. Uh, oh, yes, some new names. There's some new names? Yes, there's some new names. But there's a lot of old names. Yes, it is. And that's the part, to my point, Nate, is I, I work in a school. I'm an athletic right. director right. when I'm not doing the media stuff. Right. Do, do you collect a lot of money for your program? Do I collect a lot? Do I yeah. collect a lot of money yeah, for my yeah. program? Not I mean, you, you know, get in for the <laughs> revenue to help the school. Not, not yeah, yeah. I mean, I try. They don't pay right. me enough. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. But, but here's the thing. When you talk about kids in the classroom, mm-hmm. you can't tell me what they don't know because my question to you is, how are you teaching them? Right, right, right. That is the that. responsibility of a teacher. Mm-hmm. So you can't keep telling me what these receivers or these backs or whoever aren't doing because I'm going to ask you, offensive coordinator, as the leader of this group, what are you teaching them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How are you setting this thing up? Kurt, please read off the top 10 receiving uh, leaders of this week. 
receiving yards, Justin, Justin Jefferson. Stop. Justin Jefferson, right? Yeah. That's not a new name. That's, yeah, that's no, a name that we know. But he's a second-year guy. It's a name that we know, right? Yeah. Second-year guy, first-round pick. A.J. Brown. Stop. Fourth-year guy. Guy that we know, right? Yeah, guy that we okay. know. Okay. Left the Titans. Continue. Okay, go ahead on. Devontae Adams. Stop. Yeah, first-round. Oh, he wasn't a first-round pick. He was second-round pick. Guy that we know, right? Yeah, Okay, yes. go ahead. Jamar Chase. Stop. Yeah. We know <laughs> this guy? Yeah. Yes, sir. Continue. Cooper Cup. Stop. Yeah. Ooh, we we definitely know, we know this guy, right? MVP. MVP <laughs> Super Bowl. Stephon Diggs. Stop. Ooh, he had a sweet we game. We know him and he we know his He worked Jalen Ramsey to okay. death. Continue. Yes, sir. Travis Kelsey. Stop. Oh, sweet. Michael Pittman were tied. Okay. Second. Oh, two tight ends? In the top ten? Go ahead. Christian wow. Kirk. Pittman's not a tight end. Jacksonville was ninth. Pittman's not a tight end. Okay. Christian Kirk was ninth. Okay. And Jarvis Landry. Okay. Tenth. And he old. He old. Jarvis Landry old. So now, all the names that you heard, those ain't guys we ain't never heard before. But what those guys do have is they have a guy who's not trying to jam square pegs into a triangle entranceway. Right. They're saying, I'm going to move these guys around, and I'm going to put them in position. Jamar Chase last year, I think it was he had matchups on safeties and linebackers, I think it was like 41% of the time. You know what it was on Sunday? 60. Wow. Because his offensive coordinator says, I'm good enough and I'm smart enough that I'm going to line this guy up and put him in places where he can be successful. How I'm cre- I'm creating the yeah. matchup problem. How do they do that, though, with, with – how does Jamar – how do they line up Jamar Chase where he can get the matchup? Why didn't the defense just adjust? Because – when you look at the game, you look at enough tape. See, some Norv had this ability to – he can look at enough tape, enough formations. No matter what you do, you, you still got the last word to move a guy. And if you can move a guy at the last minute, put him in motion, or just slide him over a little bit, you can dictate who's going to get there. And he knows the route. And expound on it, Jesse. No, you, you, you hit it right on the head, and then you get even more deeper into it where now you have a two-way go right. with your receivers. You're saying, hey, if they come and play this coverage, the route changes to this. If they stay in this coverage, the route goes to that. So what you've done now is you've put your receiver in a position to just about win more often than he loses. Yeah. Instead of just lining the guys up in the same old formation and the same old thing and saying, hey, See, the reason why Amari Cooper, and this is the thing that people miss, and, and you can go back and say, well, Amari Cooper only had three catches for 37 or seven, something, whatever, he had 37 yards in, 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 in the Browns. There's a highlight thing that's going around, and they showed about eight routes yeah, that he ran. Like, yeah. He should have had 150 yards. <laughs> if Deshaun Watson was playing, he had about 150 yards. But what made Amari Cooper be able to still have success in something that was so mundane and so stagnant was because he's a real number one. So he knows how to make guys miss at the line of scrimmage. He knows how to run routes correctly to create the separation that is needed to be successful. So so the creativity that we want Kellen Moore to bring, is he limited due to the talent he has to work with? No, no, because here's the thing. This goes back to my teacher's (laughs) point. No, 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 no. This goes goes back to my teacher's point. okay. You have to understand as the as the teacher. Okay. Nate, you're a visual learner. 
Kurt, you may be a different type of, you know, and a, a physical a, learner. Whatever but you have to get be. on the field. I was a physical learner. Right. I had to get on the field and do it. So if I know that Dennis right. Houston can't do a really good curl route, why do I keep giving Dennis Houston curl routes? I have to now figure out my talent and then structure my offense. It's all about players, never about plays. I have to structure my my playbook, my schemes, my, my play calling to the players that I have so that they can be successful. And then that keeps us on rhythm. That keeps us on time. That keeps us in a place yeah. where we're doing positive things instead of saying, you know what, I don't want to have Dennis Houston go across the middle on third down just because he's the Z receiver and the Z receiver in this particular route has to run the 14-yard in because he's not ready to take that hit on the safety. So what I can do is I believe that maybe Dalton Schultz might do it better. So let me call this thing where I can have them do a switch release. And now he's running Dalton route. That's what they did in New England. Yeah, I mean, okay, so CD was, I mean, he was double covered. He was triple covered on some of those plays. What what can, so Kellen has ways of manipulating the other routes that will allow him to. Did you read the names that you read off? Yeah. Most of those names are better than CD Lamb. Right, they're getting double teamed. They're getting double teamed too. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. But are they now? Granted, the now granted, now granted, it's talent. It's it's a lot to do with scheme. Yes, it has to do with talent, but also they they may have some other guys around them. And the way that Dak played, you know, up 50 minutes of that game, hell, you could have Randy Moss, Jerry Rice out there, and he wasn't hitting them either. <laughs> so I mean, it's 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 a lot. But this, if if you go ahead, this is one time. This is one time, like I said, that water under the bridge thing, and I'm glad we're moving on, Jess. Uh, boy, if, if, if anybody if anybody needed training camp and every rep we could get, we needed it. It mm-hmm. just showed. It just showed by the youth that we have, not so much in the offensive line, but at our wide receiver spot. Even for CD to learn even more as being a number one, I just it's just it's just amazing. Yeah. It's just amazing. Now we looking back and see that ESPN stat of the quarterbacks that didn't play in the preseason. The there were eleven quarterbacks that didn't play any preseason, and they went three and eight in the first week. I, I just I, I, when you're when you're a young team, and I, I'm never gonna forget this because you already got it. I'm gonna. It, it, you can't never get enough reps. Never. If you get 800 extra reps of everybody, that'll make you at least 3% better. It, it, won't, it won't equal you to the Aaron Donalds of the world, but it'll give you a chance to fight against him. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, it so, is. So, um, can it be fixed? Yes, it can. No. Yes, it, can. <laughs> it can't be fixed if the, man, if the man won't look in the mirror and realize that he needs to make a change. Shout out to Michael Jackson. Oh, you're talking about with, this, with the offensive coordinator. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I, don't know what, I don't know about that situation. Mm. Yeah, yeah, listen, what did it say? Uh, uh, a zebra never changes stripes? <laughs> Sometimes you are who you are. And what we are are late getting into this break, so we're going to take a break. The last segment, we're going to really put a ball on this thing. We're going to talk about you know the last little bits, and then we're going to ask the question of what the Cowboys do going forward. 
that could possibly give them I know a chance. You can ask me for the same question. Anyway, that can possibly no, we're not asking. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. That can possibly give them a chance to win in the football game this Sunday against the Bengals. So come on back, and you guys can tweet us, text us, all that kind of stuff. Hanging with the boys, uh, sixty-one Nate Newton, star editor, editor star, DC star. I thought star. it was something to do with his. DC Star Editor, Editor, tweet us your questions, anything like that. We'll try to answer them as best as we possibly can. But come on back with us. Hanging with the boys. Brace yourself for an existential question. Has your butt been having enough fun lately? Have you been treating it well? Has it been going places? If not, then it's about time you start using SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best way to get your butt tickets to live events. Just ask the thousands of other butts who have rated it the number one ticketing app. So what are you waiting for? Download the app now or visit SeatGeek.com to get tickets to sports, concerts, and live events and make your butt happy. SeatGeek, get your seat in a seat. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. (laughs) And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the stars. Get autographs from your favorite players and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. But Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back to hanging with the boys. All right, all right, all right, all right. Hanging with the boys, man. Segment three of this thing. We're going to wrap this thing up. We're going to put a bow on whatever that boo-boo was that we saw Sunday night. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to turn our hope, our, our focus and our hope like Jerry Jones into the future and get ready for Cincinnati tomorrow. But, but before we get to Cincinnati, uh, Mike, oh, well, I should say this. Mike McCarthy, when he was hired here, we all remember what he was in Green Bay. He was an offensive, yeah. quote-unquote, genius. Mm-hmm. Took that team to a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers, and he had been renowned as being a, a one of the premier offensive play callers in the National Football League. He comes to Dallas, and we're thinking, this is what we're going to get. We're going to get what we had, what we saw 
in Green Bay for all those years. That you know, and then we get here and we find out that it, it wasn't going to happen. Well, not because Mike didn't want it to happen, but because a part of the deal, I, I'm, I'm assuming, was that not assuming. Part of the deal was that Kellen Moore was going to stay on as the offensive play caller. And we've seen how that kind of has turned in the last couple of years. But Brian Broadus, who is who worked for Green Bay, won a Super Bowl as a scout for Green Bay, was a scout here for the Dallas Cowboys, was a team member of ours on DallasCowboys.com, is now on the flagship station, does the pre- and post-game. I mean, this is a guy who's connected. Yes. And he made a comment yesterday <clears throat> that said he's heard from some people around the organization that Mike McCarthy doesn't want to call plays, even when his job seems to be on the line this year, that he does not want to call plays. You guys ready for this? I'm ready. Because he does not know the terminology of the offense. Hmm. Yeah, now, when he came in, it was kind of like, hey, we're going to keep the same kind of offense. We're going to change some of the verbiage. Now, to, to, it's to, easier for one guy to learn than for me to switch it in. 60 guys. Got now, yeah. Mike McCarthy comes from the West Coast system, right? And, and Nate, you understand yeah. that. You, you were part of that. And Kellen comes from the number system, the Air Coriel type system that, Nate, you're also yeah. familiar with. And so uh, two different styles. The West Coast is a more quicker game, short passes, you know, quicker runs, outside runs, zone runs. And, and the number system is exactly what it sounds like. There's a number to a route. To a group of numbers, you start from the X over to the Z. That's how the numbers work. My question is, if I'm around something enough, I literally just catch on to it. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. But So, and now there's been reports about Mike McCarthy being, I don't, he's been, they've been reported. He was getting massages and he's kind of lazy and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So... When you look at this thing as a whole, is there some validity to this comment that Brian brought us made that, because I, I would want to call the plays if my job is on the line, especially if that's what I've done well. Or maybe he's just like, you know what, they got to pay me this five, whatever million dollars they owe me <laughs> anyway, so I'm just going to sit right here and just just chill and either they're going to pay me or fire, either they're going to pay me for me to be here or they're going to fire me and still going to have to pay me. Is, 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 can you believe, Nate, that there is any validity to this, or is it totally just like ah, I, I can't, I can't buy that one? You know, when you, when in the large scheme of things, and as important it is to us, to our fans, and to the ownership, you don't want to believe it, you know. But only time will tell. Only time will tell. Uh, you don't want to. You, I mean, it's just hard to believe a Super Bowl winning coach. Don't know the language of the, what he's supposed to be strong at. His suit, his strong car, his offense. You know, so you don't want to believe it. But then Broadus has never lied on anyone when it came to talking about football. You know, when it came to talking about Dallas Cowboy football or LSU football, <laughs> he kind of know his stuff. Yeah. So. I mean, you sitting in the middle of the road, man, and each way you go, you're going to get hit. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't care which way yeah. you go, over to the left or the right, you lean, you're going to still get hit by a window, a rear view mirror, a side <laughs> view mirror. You agree? You agree? Yeah. Either yeah. way, you're going to get hit. Yeah. So if I, me and Kurt sitting in the middle of the road like we doing <laughs> and hoping that you would get yeah. in the middle of the road, we, you know, you either going to get ran over by this tractor trailer and die or we just going to get you know, get our shoulder knocked out of line <laughs> yeah, by the side I mean, view mirror. I, I 
utmost respect yeah. for Brian. Man. Yeah, he that's what I'm stuff, saying. But I, it, I find it hard to believe that Mike doesn't know the terminology yeah. and all that. I mean, does he know it as intricate, in, intricately? Yes, uh, it, sorry, that's it. As, uh, keep hanging around me and yeah. mess it up. I'm about to say, man, as Kurt does not understand the English language. <laughs> I write it. I don't, I don't say it. He's the editor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Kellen is probably obviously more involved in depth with what's the offense and what they want to do and all that. And and maybe as a kind of the overseer of everything, Mike's right. got to spend his time here, there, and everywhere. So he may not know it as, as much as, as maybe Kellen Moore does, but, I mean, he's got to know the – Basic understanding. Yeah, yeah. But does he know – but that. let's just say – let's say Kellen Moore is in the middle of the road with us and he gets hit by a car and he cannot come to the game <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> like – what happens if, if Kellen Moore catches COVID? If Kellen Moore gets hit in the middle of the road with us, does Doug, Mike McCarthy Doug, know? Yeah, didn't Doug, didn't Doug, Doug, do a yeah, Meyer, he knows it. He knows it. I think he, he knows did. It. He called some of a preseason yeah. game, didn't he? If it get to me, see, see, in a preseason game, I'm not mad at that because sometimes you do. You sometimes you have guys do these opportunities to kind of get them right, help them opportunities right. to go. You know, it's like when when. I appreciate the times that Kurt, you were like, you know what, Jesse, you host when Shannon couldn't right. make it because they prepared me for this opportunity. Right, right. So you have those moments where it happens like that. Bojo moment. But I would be, <laughs> I, I, I would be extremely disappointed if something happened to Kellen Moore and Mike handed the reins to again to someone else to call a game on Sunday. Now that that will bother me too because y'all, we went back and forth. All I was talking about, yes, yes, finally we get somebody that's going to call his own office. Yes, yes. And then two days later, only hear, hey, you know, I'm here and it's better to, you know, have 25, 30 guys, you know, that already know the system. And I was just, I was so crushed. Yeah. <laughs> I but, was but crushed. Even, but, but to me, even still with that, like, you have no other job. In, in essence, like, you should know the offense because uh, yeah. that, that's your specialty. So you should be in that room Especially if you're looking at Kellen Moore, you're not liking what he's doing, then you should be in that room given that particular input. Yeah, I mean, I would like to think he is, but again, I think there's there's just more on his plate now as a head coach. He's, I mean, he does have to pay a little attention to defense or special teams or deal with the media, or this and that. You know, sometimes you most guys trust. don't do that, man. Like, so you got to trust. So you don't think you, Todd Bowles is paying any attention to the offense? He's I, just I think I think Todd. Todd Bowles is calling the defense. defense. Yeah. So, no, Todd is trusting. He said, like, you know what? Left witch. Yep, like left witch. Hey, man, you got Tom Brady. Y'all should have no problems over that. <laughs> well, man, that's yeah. a bad example. But. <laughs> well, I'll give you an example. When I was here, when I got here with Wade Phillips, Wade never was in the offensive meeting rooms. Okay. Never. He'd pick his head in. Same way he'd Jimmy go, would do. He'd go, hey, guys, uh, everything's all right? Okay. Oh, and he'd be gone. <laughs> <laughs> and then when Jason Garrett took over, Jason was never in the defensive side of the thing. Okay. He you was, got to believe who you've hired to do their job. Yeah. And, and Is so, that the way it should be? Should it I, be I, I don't know because I, I used to watch, see, I used to watch Jimmy. Pay attention to the other side of the room there? It, who, whatever side, because every, every, there's never a neutral coach. Every coach is either a defensive coach, coach or an offensive coach. coach. So who, whatever side that, that that particular coach plays on, that's the side he's going to give most of his attention to. Unless you're the Ravens coach, he was a special teams coach. The Ravens head coach was special. Oh, was he? Yeah, uh, Harbaugh. I think he was. I think he was. But this is the thing. You know, I used to do wild stuff with it. I, you know, because I would get bored, even though I'm one of the smartest guy in the room. 
I used to sneak out at the end, of, almost at the end of our meetings offensively, and walk over into the defense meetings and stand back in the corner just to hear what they were saying. Yeah. And I watched Jimmy once, because he looked in, act like he was so interested. Then he ducked out. I ducked out behind him, stayed, <laughs> and, and, and went and listened to him talk to the defensive players. Right. And I never went back and said anything to our offensive players, you know, because you, you just don't. I don't believe in bringing dissension, mm-hmm. you know. And Jimmy basically said, "Y'all, our offense is okay, but it's not where it needs to be." And I'm just being nice in how he said it. He said, "But we got to tote this thing." He said, "Y'all have to make plays and make sure y'all do the right thing." Defense. He was saying it to the defense, mm-hmm. and he was just. Being honest, but you can't take that back to you. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow. So I just said, man, I'm going to make sure I play the best I can because it made me kind of mad. All right, know? 30 yeah. seconds apiece. I need one thing from this past Sunday's game you as we begin. You know what mine is. As we begin you the real work tomorrow heading into the Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati Bengals game. 30 seconds apiece. Kurt, you're going to go first. Mm. What is one thing from the from the game that you saw that you think the Cowboys should really focus in on this Ooh. week to get better? Ooh. Well, I, the ground game. I think they have to, like Nate's been talking about, play to the defense and eat up that clock and work it more. Now, along with that, they got to cut down the penalties so they can use the ground game more, like you were saying. So That's two things, Kurt. Okay. Well, it all ties together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ditto, ditto, ditto. I'm ditto, I'm ditto, ditto, ditto. So I'll take his oh, penalty. Oh, wait. No, I'll no. take his penalty because oh, he oh, took now, the ground oh, game. Now, he oh, took now, the ground oh, game. Oh, now you so now that gives you two minutes. And now I want to be with It gives you two minutes to do your thing. Now you want to be with Kurt. Kurt Wright. When I Great sat job. Over, Great when job, I sat Kurt. over there, it was Great always – Kurt, you always agree with Jesse. <laughs> Kurt, you and Jesse always tied to one another. Uh, you can say what but you now want, I sit dog. here, you and you all want you want to do all every day he is, is great when he just uh, said. That's correct. That Kurt was correct. correct. Great job. So now you got extra time. I don't I'll take your penalty. I don't want it. We got to get rid of those penalties by helping our guys through the ground game. God <laughs> Go ahead, old Jess. You hear it. You well, you know we have to do you know better. You had bro. something. What do you? What, what? Yeah. What? 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 Don't say we pass better. Nope. Okay. I'm going to go to the point that you made, Nate. Right. We even ha- we have to simplify this game plan even more. Wow. 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 Okay. okay. We got to hear more about that tomorrow. Yeah. How we do, do we got to simplify, simplify this and game get creative? Floor. We have to simplify this game. The creativity is out the window now. <laughs> okay. Right. It's out the window now. When you, when you lose your QB1, all you're trying to do now, let me keep this train on the tracks. <laughs> That's it. That is it, and that is all. And we out of here. Okay. <laughs> Nate, Kurt. Yeah, way to go, man. Chris Beam to, in the hey, back. Great show today. Great Look at Nate. All of a sudden, now, 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 now game, he's baby. No penalties, baby. Boy. Before, he was uh, always yeah, talking about something. Uh, wait on tomorrow. It all. Man, man. We, listen, I appreciate all of you hanging out with us, man. We really do. I hope some of y'all are on my side because all of a sudden, Nate and Kurt, they 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 all thinking right, of these all, right. all of a sudden now. I see how I see how it is when I change seats. Give us a preview on tomorrow. Tomorrow it's Cowboys offense. Wednesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cowboys okay. offense. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Cowboys offense. Yeah, yeah. Cincinnati right. defense. We're gonna break this thing down. Cincinnati got some hogs up front. Somebody right here. Jesse preaching today. Well, pass the collate, the plus clean around. Yeah. So I'm gonna get me a Wingstop sandwich or donate to, or, or, or invest in blockchain.com. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay. I'm gonna do that. But yeah, Cowboys offense, Cincinnati defense tomorrow. We're gonna see what Cooper Rush is gonna be able to do. Maybe I may agree with the run game. Maybe I might not. 
Maybe I wow. might say air this damn thing out and see where and wow. see where the chips fall. All right. But you got to come back to find that out. Thank you all for joining us, man. I'm Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels, Nate Newton, uh, Bro Willie, Chris Beam. We out of here. Hanging with the boys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?